Join us online, offline, and on your mobile at God's Grace Eston Global Commission GJC as we study and rightly divide the word of truth with accuracy and precision. GJC, Grace will speak for you. We want to round up the teaching we started since the beginning of this month on the secrets of God. We want to round it up today. And then for the last two Sundays, because we still have two Sundays in this month of May, we are going to be doing some special, special programs, some special prayers, some special ministration as directed by the Spirit of God. You know what we have been talking about this month? Who can tell me what we have been talking about this month? The secrets of... Uh, the secrets of God. The secrets of God. We started by telling us that God has secrets. And we showed us where we can find it in the Bible. We also told us that for us to assess the secrets of God, we need to do at least two basic things instructed in the Bible. Number one, we need to fear God. And number two, we need to love God. The Bible says God reveals his secret to those that fear him. And I explained to you, there's a difference between being religious and actually fearing God. You can be very religious, walk holy, holy, speak gently, gently, eh? and the fear of God is away from your heart. Our politicians, our leaders in Nigeria, fear of God is not in their heart at all. When you see them on the screen, they will be talking as if they, they are, they are, they have just dropped from heaven. Eh? As if they are gentle people, but they are wicked. They are evil. The fear of God is not in their heart. The problem we have in Nigeria is the absence of the fear of God. Even among those that call themselves church leaders, the fear of God is absent in their life. That is why you see all the problems we are having in the church today. Why are we having all the problems? The fear of God is absent. God will only reveal his secrets to those that fear him. Not the religious people. Not the prayer warrior. You can pray from now till the kingdom come. If you don't fear God, you cannot have access to his secrets. Number two, the Bible says those that love God. If you love God, as you claim to truly love God, there are some things that you are doing now you will not be doing. If you claim to love God, nobody will tell you to evangelize. Nobody. Nobody will need to remind you that, ah, you have not spoken to somebody about Jesus today. Nah. If you claim you love God, nobody will force you and say, bring your tithe, bring, come and pay, come and give God something. Nobody will force you. It will come free will. In this place, we don't force anybody to do anything. In some churches, you have register of people that are paying tithe. Eh? Every month, you go and mark your card. 
When they see that some months you are not, they go, sister, what happened? We never see your hand. Amen. It's as if they are forcing to collect. If you love God, you don't need to go through that route. You don't need to go through that length. Everything you do, you do it from your heart. You do it willingly. Free will. Some of you claim to love God, but you only love him with your mouth. You don't love him with your substance. I remember I gave you the example of Abraham. God asked him, that only son, that one, that one, that only one that you have, that it took you 100 years to get, go and sacrifice him for me. I know many of us can never, we can, we can never, eh? In fact, you start binding and losing immediately. Say, devil, I know you are pretending. I bind you. You will never agree. Abraham took the step. God was looking at him. Ah, this man, he wants to go and do this thing. You know? When he got to a certain part of the road, he told his followers that are following him, he said, you people should stop here. Because he knows that those his servants, if they follow him to where he want to go and slaughter his son, when he bring out knife, they will grab him now. They will say, oh, our God don't matter. We not go green, make a key person. He asked them to wait. He went alone with the boy. Tie the boy so that the boy will not be able to run. Tie his hand, tie his leg. Cover his eye. He took the knife. He actually wanted to kill the boy before God shouted. God said, ah, now I know. I was doubting before. <laughs> but now I know that you love me. And God said, because of this thing that you have done, through you, generations will be blessed. Abraham is the source of blessing. That's why you see people saying, Abraham's blessings are mine. Is the source of generational blessing. That is why today, no matter how much the Arab nations try, they can't conquer Israel. It's not possible. It's not possible. My sister, if the whole world unites, the whole world, though, America, if they unite against Israel, they can't conquer them. That is how special they are. If you love God and you fear God, you will know his secrets. If you want to know those that love God, you don't need to stress. It is evident. The way they gathered around the things of God, the way they carried the matter of God on their head, you will know. You don't need, nobody needs to advise you yourself. You know, this one, he, he liked God. He loved God. Last week, we looked at what we are going to benefit when we know God's secret. And I gave you three major benefits. Number one, I said, when you know God's secret, you will enjoy his covenant. And I took time to explain to you what the covenant of God is. I told you the covenant of God is like a diplomatic passport that people use to enter country. Anybody that has diplomatic passport, nobody can stop him. It is a covenant between nations. That anybody who carry this passport oh, must enter. 
It's not for, you can't see diplomatic password with ordinary people. In fact, if you are working in the government circle, when they issue it to you, immediately you leave that position, they will summon you. DSS will summon you. Immigration will summon you and say, please, return our diplomatic passport. It's not for everybody. Only presidents have it for life. People that have been presidents, they have it. That's why the president of Nigeria, even the former president of Nigeria can go anywhere. They don't need to go and line up for visa. Once you get to a certain level in leadership and you are given a diplomatic passport, you become a global citizen. It's a global covenant. Now, I said, imagine God entering into something bigger with you. That is what the covenant of God means. An open access to everything and all things. God created everything and all things. Number two, what are you going to benefit when you have the secrets of God? You understand ahead of time the reasons why you face certain challenges. God will show to you. You don't need to bother. You, you are not moved. You are not disturbed. Before things happen, you know. And God will tell you this is the reason why I've allowed it to happen. Because something bigger is coming. When you know the secret of God, number three benefit, you remain in light. The light of God will continue. You become a star. You have no hiding place. Job 29, 2-4, where we read last week, he said, when the secret of God was upon me, the light of God shined upon my head. When the secret of God was in my tabernacle, Job was a shining star because he had the secret of God. Today, as we round up, I want to talk on how to know the secret of God. What do we do? What are the steps to take? We know that you must fear God, you must love God. That is number one. You must fear him, you must love him. According to Psalm 25 verse 14, says the secret of the Lord is with them that what? Fear him. And he will show them his covenant. So the steps we need to take. Psalm 25 verse 14. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he will show them his covenant. The step that we are going to begin to take from today. Is to begin to know how to fear God. Fear God. The easiest way you can fear God is before you take any decision. When I mean any decision, I mean any decision. Including the clothes you wear. Including the place you go. Including your itinerary for the day anything before you take decision on anything you will think 
and judge that decision by this question. What I am about to do now, what I'm about to wear now, this step I'm about to take now, does it have the reverence of God? Does it show that I fear God? Praise the name of the Lord. Some of us fear men rather than we fear God. If they call you now that the president wants to see you or that somebody wants to give you a job, you will dress well. You will dress fine. You will be polite. But these days, people wear half-naked dresses even to church. In the guise that, well, God is not after the outward appearance. It's only the inside that he's looking at. And yes, you are correct. But that your dressing, does he reference God? Does he show that you have the fear of God? My daughter now cannot wear half-naked dress in my presence. She knows that I will shout and say, come, are you okay? Now, if you can fear your, heavenly, I mean, your earthly father, if you can reference the earthly man, how much more? God that is in heaven. That place you want to go, ask yourself the question, this place I want to go now, does it reference God? Does it show that I have the fear of God? This step I want to take, does it reference God? Do I fear God by taking this step? If you ask yourself that question every day, every time you need to make a decision, then you are beginning to draw close to fearing God. The fear of God is the ability to ask yourself questions. It's the ability to check yourself and say, what I'm about to do now, does it reference God? In the situation where you are very angry and something tell you, go and give that man a dirty slap. Go and give that woman. Does she know who you are? Before you take the step, ask yourself the question. What I'm about to do now, does he reference God? Does he show somebody that fear God? Before you cheat that fellow, some of us here, I know we are traders. And you know traders have a lot of alumokoroi, uh, whereby they, they make profit. Eh? You want to apply a little wisdom. Especially those people that sell things on scale. There's a way you do the scale and you adjust it so that uh, eh? there will be more profit. Does it have, do you have the fear of God? Ask your any decision. Anything you want to do. Once you ask yourself that question, it will put the fear of God in your life. Just the way many of us women, you will say to yourself, ah, let me go and do this thing. No, I don't want this, my husband, to shout. I don't want to holler. Just the way you do that way, you should even do it with God. Just the way we men, sometimes, when we want to take some time, we say, ah, if I go and do this thing, now this woman will start making noise all over this. Make I just respect myself. Like, eh, that is a form of fear. 
It's not the fear that you are timid. It's the fear that you don't want wahala. Is that correct? You want peace. If you want to be in constant, peaceful relationship with God, you must ask yourself that question. Not only must you fear him, you must love God. You must what? You must love God. The truth is this. I'm sorry, oh, it's, a, it's a blunt truth. Many of us that call ourselves Christians, we don't love God. Do you know what we love? We love what he gives. <laughs> now God's hand we love. That is why when people, when you come to church and you call a prayer point and you say, open your mouth and begin to pray. Pray that God, you know, uh, I want to see you. I want to know you more. Reveal yourself to me. No, draw me closer. People will say, Father, draw me closer. I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to know you. But when you change the prayer and you say, Oh Lord, rain money upon my life. Ah, everybody will stand where, Baba. Oh, you know, say, I not get anybody. Give me money. Give me fire. Give me power. They will pray that one. The tempo of that one is always higher. How much do you love God? Do you know that most of these things we are praying for, we are struggling for, we are clamoring for, can be easily gotten by just showing God love. Just show him love. Let it come genuinely from your heart. I've shared this testimony several times before. I don't know if I've shared it here. I remember one time I went to a ministration, a large gathering, and there was prayer. In fact, I so loved the ministration and the prayer on that day. But that period was a very hard time for me. Financially, I was down. But I enjoyed what they did there. And the man of God now came to the pulpit and said, well, the Lord is asking people to donate towards a cause in the church. And he said, those that have, if you want to give, everything must be 777. He started with those that want to give the Lord 70 million. Then he went, he said, okay, if you don't want million, those that want to give 700,000. He now said, those that want to give 70,000. He now said, those that want to give 7,000. As he was cutting it short, shishi, I don't have. He now said, okay, those that want to give 700 naira, I not get. I thought he will come to 7 naira. But, <laughs> unfortunately for me, he stopped at 700 naira. And the money in my pocket was not even up to 500 naira. It was my transportation. Baku. I felt very bad. A lot of people gave. A lot of people made promises. Some people that were sitting around me, they were doing their nose like this. <laughs> Those ones are the doubting Thomases. But me, where I was seated, I was pained. And I said in my heart, I said, God, you know that I want to give. But I don't have. What do I do? And this man didn't call 17 either. And the Lord said, the shoe you are wearing, 
How much did you buy it? Ah. I now remember. Very quality shoe at that time. Italian leather. In those days, I bought it 7,000 naira. And he said, drop the shoe now. That is seven. I said, sir, I didn't hear you, sir. Hello? Which shoe? The one I'm putting on my leg. And the Spirit of God said, drop it. How will I go home? How? And the program was a night VG. I, I don't know if my wife can still remember. I dropped the shoe, the leather shoe, on the altar that day. That Italian shoe. I dropped it on the altar. I trekked home. Are you understanding what I'm saying? People that saw me on the road, they will, they will look up at me and then look at my leg. And say, what happened? At least if my shoe caught, maybe at least I should carry it in my hand. I was only my Bible. Ordinary feet. I'm sure when I got home, can you remember that day? When I got home, my wife was like, this man don't mad. Oh. Is it in the name of uh, Shosh that you crazy like this? I went home on my feet. Between that time and the end of that month, I bought a car. No, I'm not. It's not this is not story. It's real. Reality. Between that time and the end of the month, I bought a car. How God did it, I don't understand. It was that car that was sustaining me. I was using it to do business. People were calling me. Many of you don't know that I've done Kabu Kabu before. Before Uber started, we were the number one Uber. Private, private driver. They would come and say, come and carry me. In those days. I was even using to carry bread for one of my auntie like that to go and supply her bread. Carry firewood. That was where I was getting the money. And I was very comfortable. But before then, even to eat was hard. God just used somebody and the person just looked at me and said, God said I should bless you. He gave me 200,000 naira. Before you know it, I added small money from here and there. I bought a car, new one. That month. When you show God love, some of those things you are praying for will just enter your hand cheaply without you stressing for it. The fear of God and love. How you can fear God, I've told you. Ask yourself the question. What I'm about to do now, does it reverence God? Is the fear of God in it? How do you love God? Let it come from your heart. Don't look at somebody around you. Don't look at what somebody on your right or your left. Don't care. Don't care about anybody. Face your God. People may laugh at you. They may mock you. Mama shush. Don't worry yourself. Don't worry yourself. Now you know what you define. Let God know that you carry his matter for head. One of the major ways to show how much you love God is when you win souls for Christ. 
If you say you come to church, you are benefiting from the church and you are not going about to proclaim the gospel, to tell people you don't love God. I remember the testimony my mommy gave me, mommy Pat gave me the other day. She said, Pastor, the miracle that is happening in this church is too much for those of us that are there. I said, yes, that is true. In this place, we have seen God turn around the life of people completely. 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 There are so many of you here now. I know how it all started. But I know where you are now. And do you know the truth? Even where you are now is not where God is taking you to. There is a bigger, bigger, bigger place for you. But God needs more from you. So number one, the steps we must begin to take from today. Number one, we must begin to practicalize fearing God and loving God. Number two, how do you get to know the secrets of God? Number two is by immersing yourself. Immersing. That means dipping yourself into the word of God. The secrets of God can be found where? In the word of God. In fact, if you love God, you will read this word. One of the evidence of those that love God is that they always want to hear from God. I don't know how many of you, anytime you don't come to service or maybe there's a reason why you cannot make service, you don't feel uncomfortable. I don't know how many of you have ever experienced that. You don't, you feel somehow as if something was taken away from you. That is how it is. Because when you love God, you always want to hear from him. If you say you love somebody now, eh, and you don't speak with the person for 24 hours, will you be comfortable? It's not possible. My wife used to fight me that, ah, anytime she tells me that she's going somewhere, if I wait oh, after some hours, ah, I didn't hear this, I will call, where are you now? She will say, we are coming. We are coming. When they get on the auction, why are you asking? She be you know where we went. I say, I know, but I can't look, say, ah, something missed for this house. Waiting happened. I never hear, I never hear some noise. Now I remember. I say, okay, people are outside there. When the love of somebody is you, you will want to communicate with them regularly. You cannot say you love God and you don't hear from him. If I ask you now, every one of you, I give you a microphone. I say, what did you and God discuss this morning? So people say, eh, then they discuss with God. I think they say, God, do not they, God, do they heaven now? You don't know that on a regular basis, you should talk with God. God should talk with you. And the only way, or one of the ways, not the only way, one of the ways God can talk to you it's through his word. I don't know many of you has ever heard from your dream. Maybe somebody will just give you a scripture. Go and read so, so, and so, and so, play. Or the scripture will just be in Bible in your heart. That is a way of God speaking to you. 
if you have not cultivated the habit of regularly immersing yourself in the word of God, that is why I take my time at least once or twice a week. I always post the word of God on our WhatsApp status. I will post a scripture there because I want you to read and understand. The more you read, the more you hear from God, the more you are closer to him. The more his secrets is revealed to you. And finally, before you go and pray, the number three thing you need to do to begin to benefit from these secrets, the step, the steps you need to take, number three, is to invite the Holy Spirit. Not only invite him, rely on him. That's why Jesus Christ said, I will not leave you empty. As I'm going now, I am going to ask the Holy Spirit to come. Because I know you will need him. When you have the Spirit of God, you become a Jesus winch. Hello? I always tell people, you see that witchcraft, they are calling witchcraft, say, witchcraft bed. Somebody swallow witchcraft. Witchcraft bed, enter in chest. Is photocopy of the original. The original witchcraft is the Holy Ghost. That's why you see it in the symbol of a white dove. <laughs> the Bible says, when the apostles gathered in the upper room, it came upon them like what? Fire! And they began to speak it on. The Bible says they became bold. By the time they spake, several people gave their lives to Christ. When the Holy Ghost enters you, you become a Jesus winch. That is the original witchcraft. But it's the positive one. When you become a Jesus winch, there is nothing that is hidden from you. The Holy Spirit reveals everything to you. The Holy Spirit will teach you where to go. There are some times you want to go out in the morning. The Spirit of God will say, where are you going? Sit down. Don't go today. Go tomorrow. Why? Because he has seen ahead of you. The Holy Spirit will clear your path. The Holy Spirit will connect you to God. Because the Holy Spirit is God himself. That is why I am not happy when people say they are Christians, they have given their lives to Christ, and they don't have the Holy Spirit. What can you do without the Holy Spirit? Nothing. Nothing. And that is why next week is very, very important. Because we are going to be praying down the power of the Holy Spirit upon our lives. Everybody here next week will receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. If you have it before, you will have it to overflow. If you don't have it before, the Spirit of God will enter. Because without the Spirit of God, you cannot do anything. There's, there's, there's no supernatural without the Spirit of God. Without the Spirit of God, you are just an ordinary person. 
the enemy can strike and get the person. That's why that songwriter, Yoruba song, says, Lie is here, Mimimo, Opholeneo. Lie is here, Mimimo, Asoleneo. A fair Mimimo, Lole Sonny, Dalaye. That means it's the Holy Spirit that can make you living. Without the Holy Spirit, one is empty. How many of you will begin to take these steps from today? I've given you three major steps. The fear and love of God. The word of God. And also inviting and relying on the word, on the Holy Spirit. When you have these three things in place, nobody can stop you. Hello? Nobody, nobody can stop you. Because the secrets of God is in your hand. You know where to go. You know what to do. Close your eyes. Begin to talk to God right there where you are. Today we have come to the end of this series of teaching on the spirit, the secrets the secret of God. Say, Lord, help me. Help me to take the right steps. Help me to take the right steps. I beg you in the name of God, pray. Help me to take the right step. From today, don't look, don't, I don't just want to be a Christian for the fun of it. Some people are just Christian for Mount alone. Let it be said that I am a Christian. Let it be said that I go to church. No! It's beyond that. Open your mouth and begin to say, Father, help me. Help me to fear you. Help me to love you with every part of my body, with every part of my being. Help me to go the extra mile for you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus.